Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. People have their own definition of what toxic is. And he says, these women all were toxic to me. They just don't want to admit it. That's exactly what a toxic person would say, future. Right. What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily, your favorite podcast, the podcast that's brought to you by Hip Hop DX, the place where we keep you up to date on everything that's going down in hip hop music culture. I am one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. It's Wednesday and Kid Cudi has come out and made it crystal clear that he is never, never, ever, 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 ever working with Kanye West again. Also, Future has covered GQ magazine and he touched on some interesting topics, one of which is the claim that he is not toxic. And also, we have to talk about this new documentary at Tribeca Film Festival and it's all about Lil Baby. So a few things to get to. But first, please subscribe to the podcast. Please follow us on all platforms, whichever one you're listening to us on right now. Thank you for the subscription. We appreciate it. Now let's jump in. Okay, so first let's talk about Kid Cudi because you know he and Kanye are not cool at all anymore and he has not been quiet about it. He hasn't been hush-hush about it. He's letting everybody know. And he did it again because Pusha T is on his album rollout right now. It's Almost Dry comes out in a couple of days and there's a song on the project with Pusha T, Kanye, and Kid Cudi. So, you know, once people saw that, they were like, hmm, maybe things are all good again. Maybe Kanye and Cudi are working together. Well, Cuddy took to social media to let us know that, nah, that's not the case. Right. So he was quick with it. He went to Twitter and said, hey, so I know some of you heard about the song I got with Pusha. He says, I did this song a year ago when I was still cool with Kanye. I am not cool with that man. He's not my friend. And I only cleared the song for Pusha because that's my guy. And he says, this is the last song you will hear me on with Kanye. <laughs> I love how Cuddy just let everybody know exactly what it was. Like, there's no, no, no guessing games. No need to try and put two and two together. Nothing cryptic going on here. We not cool. I'm cool with Pusha. So, you know, I let him just put the song on his album because, you know, that's my that's my dude. Simple as that. Like I, I enjoy this directness and this straight to the pointness. No, like you, we don't got to talk around it. Try to, you know, mince words or uh, what do they call it? Sugarcoat it. None of that. I like this. I honestly like this energy from Cuddy. I'm sad that he and Kanye are no longer cool because that was just such a dynamic relationship. And Kanye, we know, was so influential to Cuddy's career. And likewise with Cuddy. Cuddy was so influential to Kanye. And we know that he wrote for him. Like, we know they had a great relationship. They did the album together, Kids See Ghost, which was a great album. It's just Mm -hmm. sad that that relationship had to come to an end. But you can't just be acting all acting wild <laughs> out here and then expect everybody to still be around, when, especially when it's something that's continuous. It's not like Kanye just has a couple of wild moments here and there. It's like, mm, nah, it's pretty much his regular pattern of action at this point. So Cuddy just chose, I guess, to not be a part of that anymore. Yeah, I think that's, it's kind of, it is sad to see that they're not cool, but it is refreshing to see in things. If you know, like we see people go on Twitter and it's a subtweet or we got to decipher it and put it together. Like, who is he talking about? Is he talking about so-and-so? But at least Kid Cudi is like, he's very direct and to the point. There's no 
guessing game here you know what it's about so I do commend him for that but it is sad that it does seem like they not going to be cool with each other a while a long time like because he tweets about it a lot how he's not cool with Kanye so maybe further on down the road they could patch it up but at least he's Kid Cudi is direct now so I give him that though yeah like you said maybe somewhere down the line you know once a little maturing is done We'll see. Wouldn't hold. I wouldn't hold our breath on it. Uh, right. Now let's let's talk about future because he just graced the cover of GQ magazine, which was an article that got a lot of people talking last night. There was a whole Twitter space about this future cover because the cover of GQ says future, the best rapper alive. Shout out to Elliot Wilson. He knew what he was doing with that title. But yeah, there was a whole Twitter space last night about it, debating on it, uh, which was really interesting. But during the GQ article and some of the supporting stuff that they had for it, like this video GQ did about it, Future just touched on a whole bunch of topics. And one of these topics was whether or not he is truly toxic, as we so often call him in our culture. And his answer was interesting. Yeah, when it comes to that, he has said people have their own definition of what toxic is. And he says these women all were toxic to me. They just don't want to admit it. That's exactly what a toxic person would say, future. (laughs) Like, no, I wasn't toxic. They were. I don't know if this is really helping his case right here. I don't know if this answer is helping his case. But he said this during a GQ segment that had uh, questions from other celebrities. So Julia Fox, during this segment, Julia Fox also asked him if he wanted to have more kids. And Future, surprisingly or not surprisingly, depending on how you look at it, (laughs) said he does want to have more kids. But he specified that he wants to have them with his wife down the line. So maybe he's at a point where he's looking to settle down, it sounds like. Um, But he said, yes, I want to have kids by my wife if I ever get married. I want to have kids by my wife, of course. It can be like three because I never had more than one kid by a girl. Mm. So if I had two by her, then that's (laughs) then it's like more than I had. So I feel like it's more special. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is coming from the guy that just said two two seconds ago, I'm not toxic. But right. You know. So yeah, so that's his takeaway on having more kids. But I just thought that was hilarious. Now, if you read the the actual piece itself, it's not so much of an interview piece. It's really Elliot going through Future's projects, his influence and all of that, and describing why you could make the case that Future is the best rapper alive. A lot of people on the Twitter space didn't didn't seem to agree with that 100%, but they did see where he was coming from. So, you know, it was a really provocative title. And then those videos, <laughs> the surrounding videos with Future answering the questions from people and all of that, that was a good touch added on. I think altogether it's it's a great effort. Like, it got people talking. It definitely got me talking and laughing uh, <laughs> at these quotes from Future because <laughs> I didn't know that he never had more than one kid by the same woman. That's that's a record right there. That's that's a a, a feat he and Nick Cannon <laughs> have have seemed to conquer. Oh wait, no, Nick Cannon had twins by Mariah and I think one more other set of twins. So he did have two by the same woman, but at once. So really, technically, <laughs> technically, it would all his baby mamas really would have been different if he never had twins. But yeah, no, I, I thought it was interesting. I, I found it entertaining through and through. 
Nah, I don't think I check out the whole piece because like probably everybody else on Twitter, I'm seeing the things that get shared and things like that. Of course, the kids won. And also uh, he touches on writing for Kanye on a couple of things that he didn't necessarily get credit for. And he talks about that too, about why he's not so pressed about not getting the credit. So overall, pretty interesting um, article for future. But the kids one, it took me out because mm. come on now. That man said, I am not toxic. They are toxic. <laughs> yeah, you got to you gotta use that one. You know, when you want to flip it on them, when you don't want to flip your negative energy on somebody else, mm-hmm. just say that it's them and not you. That's the toxic playbook 101 right there, for sure. Right. Doesn't get them going. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Now let's talk about Lil Baby because apparently there's a new documentary coming out about him. And if you think back to a few years ago, Lil Baby actually already had a documentary, but it was kind of really just at the start of his career. It was uh, one of those QC documentaries. I think it was through Mass Appeal or something like that. And it was called Preacher Man. So I remember that doc and I'm like, wow, it's been like what? three years, four years, and now he's got another doc on the way already. Like, little Baby is moving at the speed of light at this point. Yeah, he really is. So with this new documentary, it is called Untrapped, the story of Little Baby. And right now it's saying that it's scheduled to premiere at the Tribeca Film Festival in Manhattan. And it goes on to say the documentary is directed and written by filmmaker Karam Gill, and it will detail the explosive rise of the Atlanta rapper. And also Little Baby is going to attend the premiere and give a special performance following its screening. So pretty dope. Yeah, no, that sounds really cool. And, you know, Lil Baby has been kind of hinting at putting out, uh, I don't know, maybe some sort of other project because on April 13th, he announced that he's coming. He said, I'm coming. I don't know if that meant, you know, new music, a new little three to six songs, a full length project, a full length LP. Like, we don't know what that means, a mixtape, something. But it, it seems like he's gearing up for some sort of release other than this doc. But yeah, this this doc is something that I'm really excited to see because it feels like everything's been happening for Lil Baby so fast. And it, it'll be great to kind of see behind the curtain on that. Like, what are you, how often are you in the studio? Are you in the studio all day long? Are you traveling all day? What are you doing? Like, how are you achieving these type of results that you're achieving? Because not a lot of people are. I actually don't think anyone else in his generation is achieving those type of results. They're achieving their own results, but they're not achieving those little baby type of results. So I would love to see a documentary on what what he's been doing professionally uh, for these past three years or so. Yeah, I would, too, because like we talk about little baby all the time, his growth as an artist and businessman at this point, too. So it would be interesting to see in this documentary his day to day what he thinks, what he talks about, what he does, his thought process. I'm here for it. Yeah, I I really am. And I think if I don't know if this will be shown in the documentary, but if they show like some of his family life, I think that'll be dope too. like him raising his kids. He seems to be a very active father. So I think that would be some great imaging to put out there as well. Like, look, he has a career, but he's also balancing family life and being there for his children. That would be a great thing to show as well. Some of these collaborative efforts that he's done, I would like to see that like the whole project with Lil Dirk. If that's included in there somehow or his his excellent relationships he has with certain other artists like a Dirk or a Gunna or a Drake, if they explore that, they should have had me on the board for this documentary because clearly <laughs> I got all the ideas. But, yeah, I would like to see all of that in there. Either way, though, I will be watching it wherever it comes out at. Maybe we can go. Maybe we can get a DX Daily viewing of this to tell y'all what it's all about. And we'll see. We'll look into that. <laughs> 
But I think that's a good note to end on today. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you're listening to us at right now. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is all Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us as well. I am at Asia Sky on everything. And I'm at A-Dub on everything, too. And we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.